Hello, welcome to You Haven't Blanked That. I'm Forrest. And this is Jimmy. going to talk about a Scorsese movie called The King of Comedy. I picked this movie. Um, I like this movie even more this time around. I stumbled upon it a while back. Um, it was on Hulu or something. I think it succeeds way more on things than Taxi Driver does. But uh, Jimmy, this is your first... How many times did you get to watch it? Uh, I saw it one and a half times. One and a half? Okay. Yeah. Do this movie. <laughs> Such a good fucking movie, dude. Holy and crap, was, dude. You know what's crazy about this movie? What's that? The movie's rated PG. This is PG? This is a PG movie. He wanted to do a movie that was as almost as demented as Taxi Driver. Well, not uh-huh. demented, but like... This is uh, Scorsese, right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 but it's PG. I've got a theory on I it. i got tons of things to talk about. I need to get this out of the way. Did you see The Clash? The Clash? Where was the Clash? When they're arguing on in New York on the street, uh-huh. all those punks around them? That's the Clash. <gasps> Shut the fuck up. I didn't even... Yeah. I, oh, I love that scene. Yeah. Oh, that if is. you look carefully, uh-huh. you can see Mick Jones. There, I think all four of them are there. Okay, and then I, uh, I need to go back and watch it. Uh, but that's a great scene, by the way. But let me read the synopsis. So okay. We have it. <clears throat> uh, uh, Rupert Pupkin is a failure in life, but a celebrity in his own mind, hosting an imaginary talk show in his mother's basement when he meets an actual talk show host, Jerry Langford, Jerry Lewis. He's convinced that it will provide his big break, but Langford isn't interested in the would-be comedian. Undaunted, Pumpkin effectively stops Langford, and when that doesn't work out, he kidnaps him, offering his release in exchange for a guest spot on Langford's show. I was blown away by this movie the first time I saw it. Phenomenal. Okay, so I told you I was at I was this, at somebody's house, and this person was like, "Oh no!" This, they thought it was the Kings of Comedy, which is that that black comedy show. But then they, but they saw just the oh, it's Jerry Lewis, and they were like, "Yeah, you told me they saw Jerry Lewis," and you're like, "Oh, I don't want to watch this," and they're like, "This is not the movie you think it is." Yeah, because I was telling that person, like, "Hey, FYI, it's got Robert De Niro." It's it's a movie. This is just the intro to the movie. Yeah. And then as I'm arguing with them, uh, that's when the whole Jerry Lewis is walking out to like his yeah. limo, and that crazy woman's just screaming. I'm like, this looks interesting. Let's just give this a shot. But she wouldn't. Clearly, I like this movie way more than Taxi Driver. Did you like this more than Taxi Driver? Or do you like? I, cause I know you. Why don't we love talk? Taxi Driver? I know. That's what I'm saying. Like you're like, I love Taxi Driver. This is I, a it's, oh, dude like. I love any movies like based in the seventies where they show like real New York or real yeah. real cities and real people in the cities. Robert De Niro is actually kind of funny 
And a lot of these are quiet scenes, like... And this is before he was doing any type of comedy at all. Yeah. Like, he was because so... Because when he was in the car, nervous was just... The movie starts off with, like... With him with, waiting uh, outside. Waiting outside. Side note, they're talking about autographs they get. One of them they talk about is Richard Harris. Uh-huh. Richard Harris is the original Dumbledore. Oh, really? Okay, we'll get we'll get, we'll get to that in a second. Because, okay. like... Yeah, that intro was... Um, I mean, ridiculous. Because, like... Uh, so, Jerry Lewis Langford is walking out of his show and I'm just thinking where's your security? Like what do you do? But it's the 70s nobody knew better I mean, yeah. it's just kind of like whatever and he's just walking to his limo people are asking for autographs and they're kind of rough with him. And that's where Rupert comes in. The best thing about this, one of the things I love about this movie is they get him in the limo right before he gets in the limo when Sandra Bernhardt is stuck in there uh-huh. they start playing the theme to the, sh- the movie and it's Come Rain or Shine yeah, from fucking G- Ray Charles Ray Charles yeah. and I'm just like beautiful oh my god beautiful and it's just like, and it's just like in the middle of this chaos Sandra Bernhardt is just like I didn't even recognize it was her until like later on in the movie but like she's just screaming and just Rupert throws her Robert Jr. throws him into the limo shuts the door and it's just kind of give him room and it's just like that's where the song kicks off Rupert's kind of being his like buddy by backing everybody up and grabs the woman and throws her out of the car, shoves like Jerry into the car. He goes in after her and Jerry's like, "You need to get out." And I'm thinking, "No, y'all need to leave. Like, yeah, you, need to you, leave. you need to get out of the car." <laughs> and then he's like, finally, like Rupert kind of like talks his way into like, "Just turn me up at the corner and I'll jump out." Like, you know, like this yeah. guy. And he does, but they go a little further. And he, in that moment. He's funny. Like, I mean, like, Robert De Niro's funny. Like, it's just, it's coming, it comes across naturally funny, and you can see it. And then Jerry says, like, well, that's the thing is, I don't think he plays it, he's not, he's playing, he's, technically, he's playing the straight person in this. If you're going off the comedy, he's straight, he's playing the straight person in this. He's playing desperate. He's not trying to be funny, I mean, he's trying desperately to be funny for... Jerry Lewis, he's still doing dramatic acting. It's insane. And he, he, oh, There's dude, so many fun levels in the movie. so good. And it, it, it's cringy, too, in some parts, too. Like the My part, my Pride and Joy, where he shows him, like... Yeah, that was literally some yeah. thing on my notes. Yeah, where he's like, hey, like, he like he's, talks to him, and Jerry gives him some advice. He goes, hey, you just need to get over your nerves, and you'll be fine, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, have call my assistant, and whatever. I didn't get the impression that Jerry was trying to blow him off. I just figured, like, I, I felt like he was trying to help him, but big. He also, I think he's. Get, I think he got to a point. I think. I think if he would have just like stopped at the pride and joy part, he would have been like, oh, "Okay, cool, yeah, no, thanks, man." Well, the pride and joy was this way because he goes, "Hey, Jerry, hold on, let me show you this picture of my pride and joy." And he pulls out a card and he shows it yeah. to him, like a, like a little picture card. It's just uh, joy soap and pride, pride detergent. And, like I thought that was so yeah. good. <laughs> well, I okay, these. Half, I, I feel like half of these, like every other scene, I feel like is a daydream. Every other scene is oh a daydream. Oh my god, I thought the same thing. Well, here's my other theory that goes along with this. Okay. I think Sandra Bernhardt and Robert De Niro are the same person. I had the same fucking thought. But then like, you I get to the part at the thought. end and it's like, it doesn't, it feels like it falls apart when you get to the end of it. Yeah, like, because the they're both like, yeah. Because they're both doing, like, he's going on, he's trying to get on the show and she's got him captive. Yeah. But I'm just like, what, I, I, I feel like as you go through, it felt it's, like, it's almost Fight Clubish. Yeah, because I felt like at that point, maybe he was like, they're cut because you know how they cut scenes and they cut yeah. so whatever. Well, because so I'm thinking maybe that scene happened earlier in the day earlier, and we're just seeing it out of order. You know what I mean? I don't like. I don't know how that but, would like, work. But. Because even like when he meets with Rita, leave it to Scorsese to 
have a man meeting with a normal woman his age make it way more uncomfortable than a man talking to a teenage prostitute. Well, yeah. But the thing is, like, I felt bad for him because... Are you? What's wrong with you? You mean because you don't see He's the delusion. delusion? He just doesn't know. You don't see it until it's like too late. But you, that's what a lot but of people is it. I feel. Like, I feel like the mom's dead the whole time. I don't think the mom's. He mentions the mom's. Dead. He makes a joke you later, see her. and you never see her. You hear her in the voice. Yeah, yeah, probably. I think the mom's fucking probably. dead. Probably. We see Jerry's life, which is super sad too. You mean mm-hmm. he's a big star yet he lives in this giant house, drinking alone. Eating alone. I thought that date with Rita was made up. I thought um, like, I did too. Um, um, I thought that I thought that was in his head. It feels because, like it, it, it feels like it. Sometimes it is because um, like he's talking to her and then like this time around the, I did. This is the first time I didn't. I was like, oh, he's just on a date. But this time around, I was like, oh no, I think this is made up. But then I was like, oh wait, no, 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 that was fucking real. Like in between, which I think is great because like. The it more you watch it, the more you don't know where his delusions yeah. end and where the story is. And I've seen this know. movie before. I know how the fuck it ends. You Dude. know what I mean? Yeah. But I thought it was a great moment between the two. Oh, you know, and I voted for you for Prettiest Girl. And it's and then he like that whole moment where he's like, isn't it funny that like you could say the feelings you had 15, 15 years later than when you should have mm-hmm. said it at the time? Yeah. And you can see he's stumbling through this whole thing. And then he's like, your heart goes out to him. And then, like, because obviously he likes her, and she's giving him the time, and she's like, okay, yeah. cool. And it's like this this cute little meetup. I thought it was a cute meetup. I thought, perfect. They go on the date. I'm like, is this made up or not? Because after that thing with Jerry, he had this whole, like, image in his head where, like... Or he's talking to him on that lunch, at that lunch, at the... at the Is it at the Friars Club? At the Friars Club. And then he's, like, now the big wig, and he's not the big wig. Jerry's begging him, I please host the show. I need yeah, your help. Which is good with which that scene I feel is really good too because Jerry Lewis is speaking like Pupkin. He's so oh, talking yeah. like De Niro. Because the thing is about people with delusions, they make everything come up positive and happy for them, regardless of the situation. It's always focused on them and they're the main hero of the story. And even though all the struggles are hitting, they're always winning. Somehow yeah. or another. How great is Jerry Lewis? Jerry Lewis is... I, I'm not a huge Jerry Lewis... I know you are. Yeah. I know you're a huge Jerry Lewis. But I like, I like that's wacky. one of the reasons why I picked this, but you like wacky Jerry Lewis. Yeah, you I've never like, seen him serious. You don't like, like serious, angry Jerry Lewis. Yeah. You're just like... Even later on, Jerry Lewis, he's funny, and he's just sharp, and then the humor in this is really dark and really kind of subtle, which I love so much. Uh, I'm jumping up ahead, but the part where in the, the receptionist, and they keep calling her... Uh, oh, I... I, I, I literally wrote down every one. They go pumpkin, they go pipkin, they say potkin, they say pupnik, they say puffer, they say krepkin. <laughs> yeah, they just fuck up his name the entire time. Oh, that was so good. And like he was just very like, no, it's 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 pumpkin. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they had that weird wedding in the middle of all that. Oh, that delusional wedding. Yeah, that he had where like. He's yeah. like, Jerry, what are you doing? Priest is apologizing for everyone's mistakes for not believing in him. Like, dude, it was... Yeah, like, it's so fucking weird. When you listen to their speech, the way they talk, they have the same speech pattern. They do. That's, like, one of the things I saw is like, they have the same speech pattern. As soon as... I think it's, like, the inner fan, like, of him, like, freaking out. I think that oh, part her. is... Her part, her, uh-huh. is, like, the inner him freaking out because he's able to kind of put it to his side for a moment. And he puts her outside of the car at the beginning. Yeah. And he's able to talk to him. And then oh, he can see her. Dude. And then later... How do you even break it down like that? But, like, I like you think, but then later, like, 
yeah. the inner fan calls, like the super fan fucking calls him yeah. at his house and yeah. bothers him at his house. So with the Sander, I only I thought her first gig, honestly, was Roseanne. Oh no, no, she's been around for a while. I had no idea, dude. She is amazing as a crazy whack job, and not only that, well, she seems so good. I was blown away. Like, oh, dude, this movie just is all over the place, and it just it bleeds and just molds the story so fucking well. Like, it's a dude. I was super happy I saw this. Show. Yeah, and especially Beth. This show is like what they're talking about being the premise of the new Joker movie. Well, here's the here's the thing with that is, and I think they've debunked it. Or they're just trying to kind of they're just kind of trying to like hold on to some kind of fucking thing. Yeah. De Niro, the rumor is that De Niro kind of plays this guy. That he has a talk show, he kind of plays a Pumpkin as character. Because, uh, because Pumpkin ends up at having the, that. At the like, end, but you don't know if it's a delusion or you don't know yeah. if it's a delusion or not. The way that movie ends, it's, it's very, I mean, spoiler alert. It's very open ended at the end. Yeah, there. because, like, this, this, well, the entire There's movie. There's so many itself, fucking layers to this so, movie. Oh, for sure. But the movie, like, going to the Joker thing, I feel like this is 100% PG. You can see where. The Joker would be Rupert, you know what I mean? And you could see, I don't know if there's a Harley Quinn in this story or not, but you I, could see how Sandra the, I could be Harley in this whole story. I think if Cause they, they have both one, play each other like I think crazy, if they have dancing one with each other. In that new movie, it's going to be Zazie Beats. Okay. Zazie Beats is in the movie, but I don't know. But you know what I mean? Because you, you can see how the two of them just kind of like intertwine and play with each other and they just poke each other, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. randomly. Like, they both hate each other, but they're. They're like a tied together. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then I feel like the scene. Jerry Lewis would be like the Thomas Wayne in the story. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like yeah. it's just it's all there. And like the whole even kidnapping aspect of the whole thing. It's I feel like it's very light villainry. You know what I mean? And it's crazy and wacky. That I feel like yeah. If, if the movie is like the scene with the the date with Rita where uh, they talk about the, the autographs. I didn't know it was a thing. Right. I know people used to get people's autographs and stuff like that. But you know that people were that into it? Well, I knew people were into it because, like, oh, I got so-and-so's autograph, I got so-and-so's autograph. But I didn't know there was, like, oh, I'll sell you this napkin with so-and-so's name. Or, I'll oh. or I have a ledger of book names where they've all signed these names. That's because a, Robert De Niro, I had no idea that was a thing. Because even Robert De Niro pulls out this, like, hotel book registry. He's like, oh, look at this. What's this name? Oh, look at this name. Oh, pick a name. And he pulls out Marilyn Monroe and all this other stuff. He goes, what about this one? And he pulls up to the front of things. Look at that name. Do you know who that is? Take a guess. And she's like, I don't know. Like, so-and-so. And he goes like, no, no. I'm surprised she, she fucking, like, entertained him past that first date. Dude, she wanted to fuck him on that date. She, she, she wanted to fuck him on that date. 100%. Because after all that date, he goes, like, they get out of the cab, right? They get out of the cab and they, he walks her to the door and then she's like, I guess you want to come upstairs then, right? And she just kind of had that kind of like, oh, let's just fucking, like, whatever. She, yeah, it was a very light, kind of flirty, like, yeah, let's just do this. And he was like, no, 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 no. Don't sell yourself short. You're a great person. And, like, that's won him over, pulling her out to another thing. You know what I mean? Because the way he acted towards her, and the way that he was kind of caring, and the way that, like, even all this time they haven't seen each other, he's still... Seems like a nice guy. You know what I mean, if he was crazy right away, she would just would never go on a date with him, let alone a weekend away with him. But yeah, when they get to the house, at Jerry's house, the Asian guy that opens the door, like how they bully their way into the house, they just start playing music and they start dancing, and then even like Rupert's like, no, 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 we should, this is disrespectful. We're crossing a bunch of lines. 
And yeah. then, like, and then he goes, no, he's your friend. Don't worry about it. And then they run upstairs. They're just kind of running amok in the house. Call Jerry to come back over. Like, dude. And then, like, I don't, I don't understand. Like, I can see where you don't want to make a scene. But people are in your house. Like, you, I'll be fucking. That's how you are when you get to the top. No, I was like this before. <laughs> but if you know, because. Because Jerry Lewis is kind of an asshole, so you're just like, nah, I've always been like this. Oh, no, <laughs> yeah, he's been a, such an asshole. I thought that scene with Rita was going to happen, come back, but it never came back. Where Rita was like, they're getting kicked out of the house. Rita's like, I'm so sorry, I had no idea, blah, blah, blah. He just told me he knew you, and like, it's just, I'm, I'm sorry, this is embarrassing. She runs to grab a purse, and she opens a purse, and she just steals like a, a bobble or something. And yeah. goes in her purse. I figured that was going to come around, but then it never did. No, so I was it's like, just, it's just, well, there's so that one part that where he's be, walking because there's that point where he's like, oh, I'm just going to walk down the street. And people are like, oh, hey, I want to get an autograph. And he's like, oh, you know, I'm busy. I can't. And he's not like, a, he's not mean to them. He's just like, hey, I'm, I'm busy. I'm on my yeah. way somewhere. And people are just like, fuck you, Jerry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like that one where they, she's on the phone. Oh, uh, I hope you fucking died, Jerry, or something like she that. Goes, she goes, like, she, the girl's on the phone, and Jerry's like, oh, Jerry, please, I've, I watched your entire career. You're a joy to the world. Please say something to my nephew Morris on the phone. He's in the hospital. And, and then that's where he goes, no, sorry, I can't. And he goes, you should only get cancer. I hope you get cancer, Jerry. <laughs> oh, shit. And then that old whack job was just like that old, it was an old bitty lady and she yeah. just like just snapped on him. you should get cancer Jerry oh dude to that whole lobby thing it just I like I felt like I didn't know where this movie was going but I felt at this specific moment it was gonna get violent really quickly it doesn't really though it doesn't but I felt like it did because that's where he goes up and he's like he, he's like he calls like, "Hey, tell Jerry I'm I'm at my office," and he's fighting all the people for the phone. You know what I mean? And yeah. Then, like, and then like he finally goes to the office and he waits for him, and he's just like, "They tell him to have a seat," or he they don't even tell him to have a seat. He just sits down anyways, and he's fidgeting and moving around and staring at the, like the <laughs> things. And then they tell him like, "Oh, thank you. We'll just leave a tape with us." And he goes, oh, "Okay, cool." But every time they blow him off, I feel like he's in just snap. Yeah. And I felt like he was just gonna fucking destroy that place, but. He never did. He was just kind of like, whatever. And I felt super bad for him when he was just like, fuck this. Like, I'm tired of getting stepped on. And he just like walks in the back. He goes, I'll fucking talk to Jerry right now. And like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the first time they kicked him out of the building, hilarious. Where like they like, they strung on him, they throw him out there. And uh, Sandra's there watching him. That's what I'm saying. That's And that's where I feel it comes in with like oh, the whole... Oh, the like, duality. The duality. The, of, uh, yeah. The part where maybe just laugh so hard is like, they're like, you know, don't come back here, blah, 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 blah. Like, you know, like, get out of here. You're not welcome to see our business. And the security guard carrying his briefcase goes, yeah. He literally lifts his up and drops it on his head. So the briefcase bonks him on his yeah. head. <laughs> it's like you don't see them at the same time talking to Jerry. Yeah, you don't. You and don't. you would figure at one point, that's that's kind of the well, thing. kind of. You kind of do when they have the print on the sweater. Oh yeah, you know, that's the only thing. But are they? I don't think they're both talking to him directly at the same time. Well, she's like, well, he should wear the sweater. It looks good. He goes, no, thing, but she's not. But she's talking about him in the third person. Like she's not talking to him directly. Oh yeah, and yeah. that's where I keep saying like fight. That's where I kind of get the Spike Club theory from for this well, movie. Jerry does talk to her by name, and that's what's weird. Is like, and that's and that's where it falls apart. Is right there at the end, like right after he performs. Uh huh. And there's that whole part where she's like, "Let's fuck on the table." Well, wouldn't it be interesting if, like, and that's where the whole that's where the Joker of the Joker, like, there really is no Harley Quinn. It's just all the Joker's imagination. 
And this move in this new one. This new uh, one. It'll be interesting to see how they do this. And then that's why he's always desperate for a crazy like girl, and then he finds one and forces her to be the Harlequin. I think a lot of this Joker movie is going to take a lot of cues from this. Kid I think so too. Too. I mean, just, just just based off of what I've seen in the trailer. Yeah. During the whole um, kidnapping, where they get the fake gun and they're like, "Okay, kill, we're gonna fucking like." Yeah. Kidnap him. And then, like, I like that whole, like, why would you do it here, blah, blah, blah. He goes, because he feels safe walking on the street. That's why we're going to kidnap him. We're going to cut him off. We're going to get him in the car. And, like, yeah. he's not going to put up a fuss because he feels safe. That's why he's relaxed. And, like, Sandra's just like, like let's just fucking do this. Yeah, it's just like, dude, like, you're just thinking, like, dude, these these people are crazy, but they're 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 all they're on point. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then, like, they get him. And, hey, Jerry, I just wanted to let you know, blah, blah, blah. And then Jerry's like, um. Okay. We just go back to the office. We go back to the office right now. We'll listen to this. We'll listen to the tape, and we'll have blah blah blah. He goes, "You should have done that sooner, Jerry. You should have done that before, Jerry." He goes, "No, no, no. like, you know, this. You guys could be in a lot of trouble for kidnapping, and I'll just let it go. I won't press charges. We'll just kind of let it go. We'll go back to the office. We'll give it a listen, and we'll do like an honest critique, and blah 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 blah." Even Rupert's like, "Okay, okay, yeah, 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 yeah." Sandra's like. What happens next? You call the cops later on, and then Rupert's like, "Yeah, you're gonna call the cops later on," because like, yeah, it's just like it's just like, like I said, and that's why I feel like up until he he performs the stand up act. At that point, when he performs the stand up act, and she runs out and her naked and her underwear to chase after him, uh-huh. you don't see her after that. Yeah, that's the last time you see her. Yeah, dude, this could totally be like a Tyler Durden. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I fully believe that they're the same person, and I, and I know it kind of falls apart right there. But I, if you would have seen uh, Sanders say, "Call me so," or "I'm so and so," call me so and so. Jeremy, I think if, if if she would have said that to Jerry, then it could have been Rupert saying it. Okay, right now you're gonna call me this. So call me this by the saint, you know what I mean? And I think that would have saved your whole theory. In the- oh, and he mentions in that act that his mom's been dead for nine years, and that's why... <gasps> Fuck, he did! That's why my, That's why I think the mom's dead the whole time, and he's just hearing his mom's voice, and that's why you don't see the mom. Because oh he literally God. says in the middle of that set, oh, my mom's been dead for nine years, and he tells a story, he tells a quick joke about his mom. Oh my God, dude, I didn't even pick that up. Fuck, yeah, so yeah, she probably is fucking dead, because you never see her. You ne- Oh my God, dude, that's 100% what it is. They call, have Jerry call the studio and let them know, like, hey, like, you know, this is what's going to happen. The king is going to show up. And when you hear the guy call himself the king, just make sure you And the it. producer sees it and she's like, motherfucker. She's just like, <laughs> oh, yeah. like, I'm done with this shit. And not only that, but, like, the camera guy, he goes, uh, he walks into the studio. Oh, I'm goes, sorry. I am um, the king? <laughs> he goes, uh, oh, sure, your majesty, your throne is in the backstage. Like, go right ahead. Yeah. And he goes, ah, just you wait. You'll see. You'll see. And then, like, he sees the producer. He goes, well... I, I like. I, did you? Did, I like the joke about how do I know this is really Jerry? Oh yeah, yeah. Like, what do we call it? Because what do we call the second? Ca- what do we call our second cameraman? He goes. Helen Keller plaid. <laughs> yeah. What's what's uh what's her favorite color? Plaid. Yeah. It's so funny. Yeah. Like the I like the scene where they go the backstage and like they're like the FBI is like okay where's Jerry is he alive we need to know this stuff and he's like no like this is how this works you're gonna play by my rules and. We're going to do this. He goes, okay, well, we'll never let you go on. Well, then Jerry's dead. How about that? How about that? Yeah, Jerry's dead. dead. <laughs> and then he goes like, oh, right, you just let me do what I need to do. I need to get makeup on. And like, blah, blah, blah. And then he goes like, how do you know we have Jerry? And he goes, he pulls out that handkerchief that he got earlier in the movie. Yeah. It's covered in his, uh, uh, Rupert's blood. The producer, though, picks it up and he freaks out. He goes, oh, no, 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 no. 
That's my blood. Don't even worry about that. But you can see that's his handkerchief. And then I like how Rupert just strong arms his will through the FBI and everybody to get onto the show, have him change the monologue for him, and then he gives his little bit. Well, he gives it, and it's so funny because they use Tony Randall. Yeah, dude. Like, like, what's funny about that whole thing is, like, they have all these people that are on, that were on those shows when that was a thing. Like, uh-huh. like okay, the guy who's playing the piano uh-huh. at the wedding. That's that's Victor Borgia. He used to do sounds, and he was like a really good piano player. Oh, I did pick that up. Like, yeah, you. It's I only know this because I've had people like older people in my family tell me who that is. Oh, okay. Kind of talked to me about him a little bit. Yeah. So he was kind of like he was big at that time. Yeah. Like okay. all these people, Joyce Brothers is on there. For yeah. Like, it's like, <laughs> so weird. Like it's so like all these people just pop. And Tony Wait, Randall. And, uh, but Tony uh, Randall. Um, Tony Randall was somebody who would like I think he would sub in for the Tonight Show. Oh, really? Johnny Carson. I think that's why they got Tony Randall to do that. It was crazy. And then, like, I like how, like, he just strong on his arm. It cuts away, so you don't see it. They introduce him. He comes out, and it cuts away. And then I like how later on, it's just him after the show. He's like, okay, cool. Let's go. He goes, no, no, no. I've got one more thing to do. Blah, blah, blah. Follow me. And then he goes, let me go in by myself. And oh, then, and he goes and in the bar. He, right. goes in, he goes in the bar, and Reed is there. And she's just looking like, oh, my God. This fucking loser's in here again. Like, Oh, and fuck she, it. And he, he walks to the end of the bar, and then he climbs on top of the bar itself, and he chases the channel, and the guy in the background is like, hey, we were wa- the movie's almost out, we are watching that. He goes, hold on, hold on. And it's his whole bit on the show. And then it's just like, which was funny. Yeah. Which was, was like... Which was surprisingly like really well written and done well. Super funny, super energetic, super just pulling stuff. It got dark. Mm-hmm. Towards the end of it, about his father beating him, and like, yeah, and then like, and then his mother being dead, and like all this other stuff. But it keeps it laugh, the laughter going, so it's still funny, funny, funny. And and then he hops off the bar. He goes, "My favorite person in that bar was the drunk at the corner." He goes, "Hey, hey, guy!" And this is about the FBI walking him out. And then he goes, "Like, hey, that's the guy. That's the guy on the TV. He's." A, He's wearing the same stuff he was wearing on the TV. <laughs> I was like, "This fucking drunk." <laughs> I mean, I like that whole scene where he was like, "You know, I'd rather be king for a day than like than a fool for a life or something like yeah, that." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Dude, that's such a fucking dope. It feels like it was just crammed in there, but now it makes more sense with his delusions. He went to jail. He wrote an autobiography, became famous when he got out of jail early. And then now he's like his own talk show host. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I'm like, is this real? Because I took it as a reality. But then now it's from so, thinking back at I, it, I don't know. I'm like, dude, that's probably another one of his delusions. Like, but oh my god, dude, what a phenomenal movie! Hey, hands down, I think it's my favorite. It's become my favorite Scorsese movie. You want? I don't even know all of his movies, but now I want to watch them. I want to watch them. Have all. You never watched The Departed? The Departed. I don't think he did. I think it's on our list. Yeah, I don't think so. Oh fuck, dude, that's such a good movie. I kind of want to go down through his, his we movies. Can, we can go do that. We can go through. Um, mean Streets is a good one. I haven't seen it. That's one of his early ones. It's before this. It's like one of his early, early ones. I think that's on something we have. I think it's on Hulu right now or something. Yeah. Um, mean Streets is good. But dude, um, yeah, dude, go go back I and look. Fucking love this movie. But he's kind of all over the place. He's he has been uh, for years. Scorsese has been working on a, a, a Ramones documentary. Ooh. He did a George Harrison documentary uh, about Wow, how come ago. I don't know about this one? You, you, you've probably seen more um, Scorsese movies than you think. Probably. Goodfellas? Because I've yeah, seen Goodfellas. The, the, the thing is, like, I don't pay attention to directors. Uh, we should do The Departed what? on here for... The we what? Should, the Departed. We should totally do The Departed. Oh, okay, yeah, for sure. 
I I love this movie. Yeah. I, I, as for Taxi Driver and this movie, I feel like they're just so good. But like, I want to say I like Taxi Driver more because I've seen it more. And I love it. Give this watch. But I feel like, I like with well what you're telling me right now, with this whole, I think I'm, this might be up there too. Like, yeah, this is this is kind of sliding into my top ten. Dude, I, I mean, it's such a sorry great. Yeah, it's such a. I mean, it's a well-written story. The acting's amazing because you don't see his delusions until like way later, and you're like, "Oh, you're batshit crazy." And the fact that he planned that crazy fucking woman in the beginning, because. That crazy woman was his friend Sandrew, who he paid to act crazy so he could save Jerry to get into the car to have the conversation. Fuck, dude! Like, yeah, it's oh, it's such a good movie. I, I, I was so happy. I was so happy that you picked this movie. Halloween is almost upon us, and because of that, uh, I picked a movie slash book that we should read called Interview with the Vampire. I'm excited. I, I'm surprised as much as I've seen this movie and read I've this book. seen like parts of it when I've come over here before. Because it's always been it was always been it on. Was on. There was a time where that was the only movie on in this fucking house. Yeah, so I uh, can't wait to actually. Have you dive into the story and we could know a little bit more about it. So oh, I can drown in goth crappiness. Oh yes, the gay vampires will be all over this whole thing. Stay tuned. Okay, everybody. Well, that's it for this week. If you want to contact us, Forrest, you can go to our Instagram at yhblankthat, or you can email us at yhblankthat at gmail.com. Thanks. Bye. Bye.